Center State CEO is Central New York's leading business, leadership, and economic development organization, committed to creating a region where businesses thrive and all people prosper. Welcome to Center State CEO's semi-monthly podcast, Talk CNY, presented by NBT Bank. Through this series, Center State CEO shares the latest news and information on topics ranging from community and workforce development to policy and innovation. You'll get an inside look at the people, projects, and planning moving Central New York forward. Take a moment right now to subscribe in your listening app for new episode reminders every other Wednesday. This month, we will explore the policy initiatives Center State CEO leads across our region. I think it's interesting that what we're seeing is youth in particular being very excited about nuclear energy. They are definitely more afraid of climate change than they are of splitting atoms. And that's great news for Constellation because we are producing 47% of the state's clean energy with these nuclear assets. Maria Hudson, Government Affairs Manager at Constellation, joins us today to talk about the state's Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act, or CLCPA, and how Constellation has a tremendous role in supporting these ambitious goals through energy generation and innovation. I'm Andrew Fish, Senior Vice President of Member and Business Experience at Center State CEO. I'm Kate Hammer, business coach and member at Center State CEO. We are your hosts for Talk CNY. Maria, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, before we jump in on this important topic, I do want to take a moment to level set our understanding of the CLCPA. And so for those who maybe aren't as familiar, the CLCPA outlines the state's ambitious goal to have 70% of its electricity from renewable sources by 2030. And all the state's electricity come from carbon-free sources by 2040. Right. So what that means is some businesses will need to dramatically adapt their operations to meet these goals and also create some really unique economic opportunities for Central New York specifically. So because of that potential impact, something here at Center State that we're really tracking and we're really excited to have you here today to talk about all of this. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Maria, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little about your company, Constellation? Yeah, absolutely. So Maria Hudson, born and raised here in Syracuse. Went to school uh, for undergrad, Plattsburgh State, and then in Ithaca uh, College for grad school. Was lucky enough to land a job with the nuclear power plants in New York, where I have been for almost 20 years. So really an amazing opportunity being right here in my community working for this amazing company. So speaking of the company, Constellation, it's a relatively new company. We spun off from Exelon back in February of 2022. Constellation is the nation's largest producer of emissions-free electricity. It's something we are super proud of. And what people know us for, I think, locally really is the nuclear power plants. They steal the show because they're incredibly cool. (laughs) So we have the Nine Mile Point Unit 1 and Unit 2 in Oswego. Right next door is the Fitzpatrick plant. That's a single unit. And then we also have a single reactor out in Guinea, Guinea Nuclear Power Plant, just outside of Rochester. It actually sits in a super cool apple orchard in this oh, time wow. of the year with the flowers. Oh, yeah. You know, for it's, sure. a, it's a great place to be. So these nuclear plants are really incredible. They provide 47% of the state's clean energy. So when you talk about CLCPA and the impact, you know, these plants are are way up there. One thing that people might not know about Constellation is we do have a very strong retail business. We provide energy products and services to over 2 million homes and businesses. And in fact, we serve 75% of the Fortune 100. So it's a strong business. And we talk about CLCPA and businesses maybe needing to reevaluate their own operational and environmental goals. You know, Constellation's right there. That's another way that we are engaging in the CLCPA. When our clients call us and they need help, we are there for innovative solutions, helping them reach their own climate and energy goals. That's fantastic. So 
it's interesting because you think about the CLCPA and, you know, the state's goals and how everyone is trying to help meet those. Obviously, nuclear is mm -hmm. a big part of that. But you also as a company are trying to like move that needle and become mm -hmm. even cleaner in some of those operations. And it's really amazing because I know that you guys are doing some innovative stuff with hydrogen technology right yeah. now. And I know it's new and it's, you know, just in its beginning processes, but what can you tell us about that? Yeah. So I think it was 2021 when the Department of Energy gave Constellation and several of our partners a grant, a $5.8 million grant to pioneer research at Nine Mile Point Nuclear Station. Can hydrogen be produced from clean nuclear energy? Mm. Historically, it's been produced using fossil fuels, right. so namely natural gas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we were able to, with our partners, build this electrolyzer at Nine Mile Point. And what the electrolyzer does, it's a one megawatt, first of its kind in the nation. Wow. So cool. And it separates hydrogen and oxygen from water. So very common, you know, hydrogen is the most abundant element in the universe. So mm -hmm. these are just common, you know, everyday things that we are separating the hydrogen, we are storing it, and we're using it for our own internal purposes. So in a nuclear power plant, we use hydrogen to cool some of our equipment. So not having to truck this hydrogen in from, you know, fossil made sources using a fossil powered truck. It does help Constellation meet its own climate objectives. Sure. We're trying to reduce our carbon emission operationally by 100% by okay. 2040. So this is really playing you know, a big role for us right now. Yeah. And Center State, you guys were there in September when we had an event to kind of celebrate our progress. So we had all of our you know, state partners, county partners. It was a community turnout. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. That's where I learned something pretty cool. And I should have known it, but I didn't. Phil Church, Oswego County Administrator, talked about how the atomic symbol yeah. is in the center of the Oswego County emblem. So how oh cool my is goodness. that? Yeah. So I mean, that really just, you know, it talks about our relationship with the community For and sure. how integral these plants are to our counties where we, where we operate. That's amazing. Yeah. First in the nation with the hydrogen. Absolutely. Oswego County with the emblem. I love that. Yeah. And these plants have a long history in Oswego County. Absolutely. And mean a lot to the entire region. Can you tell us a little bit more about your economic impact in the area? Yeah. I mean, the economic impact for these plants is truly impressive. So we are, you know, mostly in a rural community in Oswego and Wayne County. Mm -hmm. We are among the largest taxpayers in these communities. In fact, the three nuclear power plants combined are about $140 million in state and local taxes. Wow. So really a huge impact. And, you know, that's just the tax dollars. When we look at the jobs between the three plants, we have about 2,000 jobs. These are full-time direct jobs. They're well-paying, you know, highly technical positions. And then we've got the indirect jobs, which is truly impressive, about 20,000 indirect. So when I talk about indirect, you know, all of the goods and services that those plants mm -hmm. need to continue to operate, um, we rely on, you know, companies across the state and country for that. One of the most visible aspects, I think, of our indirect is our refueling outages. So every 12 to 18 months, we shut the plants down to refuel. It's exactly like it sounds. We're shuffling uh, fuel in the reactor. We're putting new fuel in. And we are completing thousands of maintenance activities to make sure that these plants can operate reliably. We call it breaker to breaker. So start up to shut down. We want these plants to stay online. We do that by bringing in up to a couple thousand supplemental workers during wow. this temporary time. Mm -hmm. So these workers are packing hotels, they're packing restaurants, mm -hmm. they're shopping. 
you know, on their day off, they're visiting the Port Authority, you know, they're getting hot dogs at Rudy's, they're doing when it's open, you know, they're doing all the cool things, right? And so we hear a lot from how much that means to the small businesses in the Mm -hmm. community. Not a lot of people are going to Oswego in like April or November. So this is a traditionally slow time for small businesses. And it's nice that we can give them this this economic boost with refueling outage. You know, for the last six years, we've had a tremendous partnership and and have been helping to operate the Greater Oswego Fulton Chamber. And, you know, the first couple of years, I would hear about the outages, right? And they're like, oh, it's an outage. And I was like, isn't that a bad thing? (laughs) Like things are out. Like I I view that as no power. But then like Mm -hmm. I would come up there and meet with our staff up there and I would see like the restaurants are full, the hotels are full. I was like, wow, this is a tremendous impact on the region there. But I remember a time not too long ago where, you know, there was some real concern around the future and the viability of the plans 2016. That was an interesting time. It was my first year here at Center State. Mm -hmm. And I remember how involved we were in that. But tell us a little bit about what the plants in the community went through and, and how that impacted everything. Yeah, that's right. You know, it seems like a long time ago now, but around 2016, the future of the plants was in jeopardy. I think that we're really fortunate to live in New York State and especially central New York where climate is valued, the nuclear energy assets are valued, or maybe I wouldn't be here today you know, mm-hmm. talking about this at all. Sure. Because what happened is, you know, when the community got word that the plants were in jeopardy, everybody rallied. You know, it was just such an impressive effort to see it firsthand. I mean, I have to say it was truly moving. Upstate Energy Jobs, so coalition of, you know, like-minded, mostly small businesses in Oswego, you rallied for us. Mm-hmm. Center State was right there. We had Oswego County, Wayne County, organized labor. I mean, huge effort there. Mm-hmm. They were a tremendous support to us. So we packed public meetings. There was marching bands. Yep. You know, there was energy everywhere. The community felt so passionately about it. One of my favorites was when I saw the handmade posters. Mm-hmm. And one of the posters had, you know, cotton balls, you know, for the steam coming out of the cooling tower. And, wow. you know, people put some effort into this, yeah. right? And I think that the key thing there is, you know, everybody knows somebody, right, who works at a plant. So we've got the support. The plants have been there for generations and people understand the technology. They do understand that what's coming out of that cooling tower is just clean steam. So I think they're comfortable with the technology and they understand the impact that we have on the community. So all of that support, you know, you flash forward to today. And here we are producing 47% of the state's clean energy, preventing 16 million tons of carbon dioxide. I love those facts. So I'm going to keep repeating them. Yeah. And so here we are, and we're so lucky to have this community behind us. And we understand that. We know that. And we are doing our best as a corporate citizen to give back. You know, our employees in particular take that to heart. They are just so ingrained in the fabric of the communities. They're coaches, they're scout leaders, they're mentors. And they're also just financially extremely generous. We'll be right back to hear more, especially about how nuclear energy is being embraced more now more than ever, and how Constellation's investing heavily in central New York. But first, here's a note from Toxie and Wise presenting sponsor, NBT Bank. Every day at NBT Bank, we focus our business around all the ways we can help yours. We're large enough to offer leading business and digital solutions, but local enough to ensure personalized one-on-one service. So turn to NBT Bank for a full range of business solutions, like capital and treasury management services, even fraud protection, and see how NBT Bank is just the right size to help you do big things. Visit nbtbank.com to learn more and start a conversation. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Continuing this conversation, as you partner with the state to increase clean energy generation, what is the sentiment? How are leaders feeling? Yeah, I mean, from struggling to keep the plants alive, the conversation we just had, the questions, the uncertainty, to now, you know, providing 47% of the state's clean energy and, and being a key partner, I believe, in the CLCPA, I think that there's a lot of optimism. There's a lot of hope for the future among both leaders and the employees. And Constellation certainly is uh, making significant investments in these plants, which I hope will you know, keep them operating for years to come. I talked about the refueling outages and all the jobs. Yeah. 
But in the investment side of that, Constellation has invested $100 million just this spring between outages in New York State. So a tremendous investment. We want to keep these plants reliable. And we're doing that. I mean, what you'll see beyond that investment is workforce development, Mm. which I know is a hot topic for everybody. But we are working with schools. We're working with trades, organized labor. We want to make sure that we are really, you know, facilitating the pipeline for highly qualified nuclear professionals going forward. By the time this podcast airs, one of the cool things that we'll be announcing is a partnership with Skills USA. You know, they are creating access to jobs for people maybe who never thought about energy or never thought about trades. You know, creating that access is really what's going to be key to getting sure. underserved populations in these roles. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. And to add on to that, so next week, we're going to be at the Mexico School District. So locally, mm-hmm. BOCES is really, you know, the connection mm-hmm. to bring this all together. Yeah. And we've all seen on social media, college signing, right? So-and-so is going here or there. But we're going to start doing that with these kids who are committing to this skills program. Oh, I wow. think it's amazing. I think it's like flipping the dynamic. You don't have to go to college. You know, there's really great high paying technical jobs right here. Mm-hmm. So let's celebrate that. Mm-hmm. You know, let's sign these kids. Let's make them feel special and kind of just, you know, flip the script on you know, how it's always looked before. I love that. So yeah, we're yeah. really excited about next week. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. That sounds yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like leadership full of enthusiasm, a lot of yeah. momentum, a lot of great things. One last thing I wanted to talk about with you today is we're really seeing a shift as it relates to nuclear energy globally, yes. right? I mean, yeah, this is something where there's a lot of discussion, a lot of talking, a mm-hmm. lot of dynamics that are shifting that maybe we saw previously weren't as great, but now people are really leaning in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. Nuclear is really having a moment. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the young people, they are way more afraid of climate change than they are splitting atoms. You know, they see nuclear as a path forward, a solution Mm -hmm. to climate change. And I think the sentiment is spreading. The Gallup poll was released last week and it showed that Americans, 55% are either strongly in favor or in favor of nuclear. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, those are numbers we haven't seen in over a decade. For sure. So I was totally encouraged by that and just really enthusiastic. Amazing. You know, it, it, it's really seems like we're positioned well in this region with constellation Mm -hmm. with the state's clean energy goals, critical partner. I mean, it seems to me like, you know, the state would have a really hard time achieving these goals without constellation as a partner in all of this with the 47% of the state's clean energy being produced there. So really great to have this conversation with you today, Maria. And hopefully our listeners are, are as jazzed about nuclear energy and what it means for us in central New York as we are. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'll talk about nuclear all day. Appreciate it. Thank you. Join us in two weeks as we talk to Center State CEO's Kevin Schwab about the CLCPA and other policies and advocacy work the organization is engaged in. Center State CEO's podcast, Talk CNY, is presented by NBT Bank and is available on clickcny.com and all major podcast platforms. After each episode, you can join us on Click and we will continue to chat about this topic and provide additional resources and links. In Click, you can also listen or watch every episode in the series of Talk CNY. Click is Center State CEO's interactive digital chamber platform where our members connect, learn, and receive support from our staff. For new episode reminders every other Wednesday, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast listening app. If you're enjoying Talk CNY, consider leaving a quick review or five-star rating.